What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you are truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we will explore topics from magic to practical step-by-step -step processes and everything in between. There's no place we won't go, nothing too ridiculous or weird, in the quest to live life as grand as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of Opposites Attract. Collectively, they're the summation of Megan's big vision coupled with Suzanne's knack for details. Partnered in love and in business for the last five years, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Love Life and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan and Suzanne. We are here today. We're back live today. And I, I feel like some of our people have fallen asleep um, from our little breaky break last week, but they're starting to come in. And we have our very first guest from China this week visiting us in a chat room. And so excited to have Midnight Elf because I believe it's probably 3 a.m. over there. Uh, tomorrow and so you know um, just wondering what tomorrow's like Midnight Elf and welcome to everybody in North America, South America, Africa and all the other continents that I have not remembered currently. <laughs> well hello darling um, what is your name? I, have, I don't know that I've met you. <laughs> oh I'm Eliza Dumach. Oh that's right. You are Eliza do much. I, I actually do remember you. <laughs> well, I think it's apropos that you're on the show, Eliza do much, considering what we were just talking about. So maybe we should let in let the peeps know, like you know, because today we're talking about success, and wow, even the word success has. Um, has like so much energy on it and so much different energies on it, right? So can we just uncreate and destroy everything around the energy of success? Mm. Yes. Let's can we just do it. start the show that way? Let's um, do it. <laughs> right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. Because the thing is, is like when you're aligned and agreed with or reacting and refusing just even the word or the energy of the word, then it, it really creates not no place for you to actually choose. So we're going to start with just clearing all that shit out of the way. But um, but I love that you're Eliza Dumuch because um, we all take on these ideas of what successful is, what the definition of success is, and we work towards those in our lives in one way or another. And a lot of those definitions, often they come from our own childhood of growing up in an environment where we were taught what success was. And so you just like ran in in the last minute before the show began and you were like, I just had this awareness. So would you like to share with the people? <laughs> I would love to share with the people. I was really struck. I was listening to a call this week by uh, Blossom Benedict and it was really great because she was saying, okay, like I want everybody on the call to write down like 20 things that you desire that have been kind of elusive or it feels like it's kind of out of reach, but you've been working at it for a while and 
you know, just 20 things you desire. And I thought, oh, cool, like she's helping people get clear. And then she says, and now for each one of those things, I want you to write, who does this belong to? And I went, (laughs) because we, you know, like we're very sensitive beings. We're like antennas. And so we're picking up this stuff from our families. We're picking up this stuff from the culture, from thousands of years on the planet. And, and it actually prohibits us from seeing what what's actually true for us. And so one of the things that happens, what I see a lot is people go, well, I'm not buying into success. I don't believe in success. But they're actually resisting and reacting to someone else's form of success, which is not the same as choosing and seeing what actually is true for you. So the thing that you were referring to, because we were we were just having this talk before the the show came on, um, and we were um, talking about like uh, some things that we took on our family that we thought success were, and uh, there was one that I knew about growing up and said everybody was like into books and writing, and so I thought I was going to be a writer. And uh, for those of any of you who know me, who know how I've struggled with copy and things like that, and how like I need three editors for everything I write, would probably know that that's probably not the direction that I should go in. But I um, actually uh, did a college degree in English. I majored in English, which people kind of look at me cross-eyed mm-hmm. when I say that. But that was a that was me taking on someone else's idea or version or energy of success without even being aware of it. And so there's some of those things that are very direct like that. It's like, well, you're everybody in our family are lawyers, so you'll be a lawyer, Mm -hmm. son. And there's that, but then there's all these indirect messages that we play with. And the thing that I became aware of right before the show was it's like, oh my gosh, I bought into that success was hard. And that it had to be hard and it was step upon step and line upon line and precept upon precept. And it's like, what the F? Like, success to me is magic. Like, success to me is living in the magic, being in the unknown, and, like, seeing stuff come together that I never expected, you know? And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh. Like, I bought into this reality's definition of work hard. Mm -hmm. Put your shoulder Mm -hmm. to the wheel, push along. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And everything that just brought up for everyone, pot and pot. (laughs) For so, those of you who don't know, that is a hymn from the Mormon church about working hard and about the pilgrims coming across the plains and then pushing their cart, put the shoulder to the wheel, push along, do your duty with a heart full of song is the, is the actual words of this song. So, gosh, I don't know how it's even possible that you would have associated hard work with success, nor I, considering that we um, grew up from that stock, right? Mm-hmm. Pioneer stock, they call it. We're Pioneer from, stock. We're, we're from hardy pioneer stock. Because you know what? The people that weren't hardy, they died on that trail. They yes. didn't make it. I didn't get all the way here. So, you know, we're the stock that survived. (laughs) And we survived because we worked hard, and that was what success meant. So everything that's bringing up for me and you and anybody else, can we upgrade and destroy all that, please? Yes, please. Yes, please. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys, and beyond. Mm -hmm. I just have to tell everybody 
that our producer, Keisha, is actually in our house right now and in the room that I'm in right now. And it's so fun to see her reacting to our show because we never get to see it. We get the comments in the chat room, but we don't get to see the laughter and the thumbs up. And she's trying so hard to be quiet because she's laughing her butt off right now. And it's so fun. I love it. Keisha in the house. That was just my little uh, commercial break, but I had Keisha to tell you. Keisha in so the fun. house. It's so fun because, yeah, she's helping us um, produce Dr. Lisa Cooney. We have Dr. Lisa Cooney up in Park City right now um, with mm-hmm. all of her peeps, and we're doing the Roar Tour starting tonight. Um, so I just want to give a shout-out to everybody about that because um, Megan and uh, Dr. Lisa are teaching Tonight, a, a class for the very first time, um, it's called Creating Business Beyond Abuse. It's You can live stream it all over the world. So those of you who are listening to this before 5.30 p.m. on November 2nd, um, Mountain Time, you can still sign up for live stream for this class. It's only 75 bucks, and they're going to be teaching um, and talking about this idea that we limit ourselves in business based on our patterns of abuse, emotional, physical, sexual, even, but especially self-abuse and judgment, you know. Um, and so that's what they're going to be talking about tonight. And then we do Roar um, th- tomorrow and Friday, and that's also live streamed. And then we have the three-day body class. So we're going to be up in Park City for a whole week. Mm-hmm. Woo-woo. Mm-hmm. And it's the most on. gorgeous Gorgeous weather. The universe has like blessed us with sunny skies and 60 degrees weather. November weather like this is unheard of. So I couldn't be happier. And um, there's going to be more links still. You know, you, there's going to be a link be- below this um, show in on A to Zen. And then there's links everywhere on our Facebook pages on Weird on the Air um, to sign up for a live stream. So you guys still have a chance. And we have so many people sh- signing up. I think I've, I woke up and there was like five people already signed up just overnight. So mm-hmm. we have like, we're probably going to have 50 plus people in uh, creating business beyond abuse tonight, mm-hmm. live stream. Actually, someone else just signed up while we were talking just now. How fun is that? It's going to be so fun. And people from all over the world. We had Mexico City sign up overnight. We've got China uh, chiming in and um, India or Israel. I'm not sure which one of those. But I just, yeah, I'm so, so excited that I get to teach with one of my mentors, Lisa Cooney. And um, it was based on my breakthrough that happened in Roar in Maui, where I realized that I was still fighting against myself in my in my creation. And um, I, through that class, just all this stuff opened up and all these things that I used to go fuzzy about and dizzy about. I'm getting clarity and taking action and, and getting traction and, and in part, one of the reasons why we have people from all over the world listening to our show now and live streaming our classes now is because I opened the space up through my experience with Roar. And that's why I actually asked Lisa if she would teach this class with me because it had her Roar class had opened so much for me around business. And I realized how much people's 
sort of unsuccess, speaking of our success topic, in business had to do with um, uh, some form of abuse, whether it was abuse from childhood or how they're subjugating or abusing themselves. And it's like the, um, now we abuse ourselves with not letting ourselves be successful, you know, in different ways. And, and we call it other things. It's like, oh, my business didn't take off. Oh, I don't, get, my, my version was, oh, I don't get all of that marketing stuff, that online marketing stuff. I don't get it. You know, mm-hmm. and so like all those kinds of things are actually sneaky ways of subjugating ourselves and stopping ourselves. And so that's what we're going to we're going to be blasting those myths out of the water tonight. We got four. Uh, <laughs> this isn't actually a taster. This is a half day class. We keep calling it a taster. It's freaking four hours, mm-hmm. you know, so <laughs> it's going to be really potent, really powerful. And I'm so excited that I get to teach with Lisa. Uh-huh. Yeah. So all those Utah peeps, I mean, you better be there. It's the best party in town. So mm, and yeah. and around the world too. You can come too. <laughs> I un- I understand there's going to be a bachelorette party going on during this event. We, <laughs> have, we have hot tubs. We have yeah, fireplaces. It, there's fireplace. There's going to be some shenanigans. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Yeah, so come. That's all we're going to say about that. Back to our topic. <laughs> oh, okay, so I want to I don't want to forget everywhere you've agreed and aligned with someone else's version of success. Can we please uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. And everywhere you've resisted and reacted to somebody's version of success. Can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine, boards and beyond. Yeah, so for my story about, like, what I took from my family, I grew up super, super poor. Um, and so even as a preteen, I was like, well, I do not want to be poor. You know, my my dad, at his peak salary, made like 45000 a year, and there was 11 of us. There were nine kids and two parents. Um, and you made 45k, and so we were super super poor. So by the time I was like nine or ten, I was like, I am going to college and I am going to make money. Um, and so when I got to college, I was like, what what degree could I get that I would guarantee me to make money? And so I chose accounting, which was all about money, and that was what I did for a long time. Um, and I was actually pretty good at it. It's just that it didn't really, like, it didn't, my heart didn't sing all the time doing accounting. But I ended up in that career, in quote, a successful career, um, because of my resistance to my own family dynamics. Now, I don't see that as a wrongness because, you know, I really feel like I, um, I went down this meandering path for a reason. But, you know, that's what I love about my own kids being, you know, now 19, my oldest is 23, my youngest is 15, and them looking at their life, like I've encouraged them to really choose what is your version of success, what what would really create more for you in your life. Um, and they, they, thankfully, they have two really opposite 
models with me and their dad about what we think is successful. And so they get to choose um, for them. And so I love that the younger generation, I would say, has so much more possibilities and choices with regards to their version of success. That's what I've noticed, at least. Yeah. Absolutely. And it used to be, I think, because when we were more of a survival-based culture, it used to be, it's like, okay, somebody in the family figured out how to survive. (laughs) So it's like, we just keep handing that down because we know we can live doing that, you know? And so we just keep, we just keep keeping on with that. And the thing about it is that I think is so interesting is that it's so, so subtle. Like, and, and like we have, we've talked a lot about family, but then there's sort of this culture and, and with the, the media machine, right? And we're taught that, oh, if I drink Coors Light, this girl with, um, in a bikini is going to want to sit down beside me, you know? And, <laughs> you know, and it's like these kind of messages about like having this. Right. And then that's what's going to make you happy. Um, mm. And it's like it's so I mean, like um, the you kind of looked up some t- statistics before when we were preparing this show about what mm-hmm. success actually is for people. Do you want to share a little bit of that with the people? Yeah. Yeah. So it's really interesting because the idea of success has changed over time. And that was what the article was talking about when I was looking it up, that now 90% of um, surveyed Americans believe that success is more about happiness than power, possessions, or prestige. So I think that's really good news that, you know, Americans are changing because it used to be just about like money and possessions and power. So now, you know, 67% of the surveyors or the, the ones that were surveyed said that they associate success with achieving personal goals and um, having good relationships with family um, as part of their definition of success. And only 20% said that monetary wealth determines success. Um, and I thought this statistic was really cool. They say that 60% um, said that loving what you do, right, like um, loving what you do for a living um, equates to success. Um, So I really actually love that because things are changing with regards to kind of the old idea around success. Um, And really this show is about asking you, you know, like what have you adopted as your version of success or your definition of success that um, that isn't? And what have you adopted from your parents? What have you adopted from your family? Um, but also, what have you adopted from society? Um, you know, like for a lot of, I see it a lot with um, like cars and houses, big, big houses and um, all that kind of stuff, right? Like um, for a that's never been like a big gigantic house has never been something that I associated with success. Um, but a lot of people do like, I look at that and go, Whoa, that's just so much space. It, it doesn't actually feel like a home. Um, but a lot of people are doing that, you know, comparison thing. And if, and then they get to that place where they've ticked off the boxes, you know, where they're making that six figure income or multiple six figure income and they have the house and they have the pick a fence and they have, you know, the two point whatever kids and they're not fulfilled. They're actually, they are, it, it's, it feels really empty. 
And so I really feel like even though the tide is changing, there's still a lot of emphasis on that external, the external results of, you know, what you're doing in your life equals success. And then somehow that's going to actually make you happy. And it's, it's, it's just, it's kind of a pipe dream. Would you like to jump in on this, darling? (laughs) Well, I was just thinking we got like 10 minutes before, 10 seconds before break. So I thought maybe (laughs) we could leave people hanging on the edge (laughs) and bring them back because they're going to be awaiting our next words. And so will I. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So you're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird. And we will be back in a minute. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word. And. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. Stoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, 
everybody to Love Life and All Things Weird. We are talking about your definition of success and where does that definition come from and can you actually uh, tune in to what it is that you would really choose as success for your life? There's something um, something really moved me in the chat room. There's somebody sharing a story of um, their their former spouse whose idea of success was kind of proving the family wrong that he could succeed where other members hadn't. The family was impoverished. It's kind of like your story you were talking about before the break, and the, and the pressure he put on himself to to sort of succeed where they didn't quote unquote succeed where they didn't kind of created him to be a pressure cooker and uh he ended up in prison um because of those definitions of success right so i really want to be i really like i think it's so fascinating that like we don't do the work to go what actually is true for us right and like what is that? How do I want that to be in my life? What's a, and even like, even taking off the word success, right? What's even beyond that? And one of the things that something, something that, um, I actually have really wrestled with in access consciousness is something that Gary talks about where he said, he says that imagination is limitation, right? And so everything that we've ever been taught or I've ever been taught is like imagination. That's what you want to have. You want to have an imagination. And actually the problem is is that most of our imagination is filled with programming from what we've seen. The images mm-hmm. that we see out in the media, the images that we see in our family, the images we see in our culture, that that our imagine that's the that's the pool from which our imagination is creating from. That's why vision boards mm-hmm. can sometimes be a limitation is because anything we can see has probably been a program of some sort, like probably about 98% of that. And so, like, what is beyond imagination even? What is beyond um, – and I, I love the access tools for, like, talking about actually creating with and through energy, right, and, like, feeling the energy of lightness and feeling the energy of possibilities and moving towards the energy without definition. Almost all of access is about undefining things. And Mm -hmm. what's powerful about that is when we undefine things like success, um, that we, we actually have the possibility of going beyond anything and everything we've ever, ever imagined. And how freaking cool is that? Mhm. Mhm. Mm. I like the energy of that. <laughs> I wasn't sure what happened over there. <laughs> That's one of the biggest pauses we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Did that turn you on, honey? Were you I having a private it. party? Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was awesome. I was just enjoying the energy of it. You know, like when you get into the energy of something, like your mind kind of stops working for a minute. So it's like I was just in the, like Keisha says, I was in the collective pause. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that's really great because it's like it. I believe it is when we stop thinking and we start following what feels light. We start following what feels expansive. And this is the magic thing I was talking about earlier where it's like, oh, like, 
I'm going to go here. I'm going to step here. I'm going to try this. I'm going left as I fail to go left. And like seeing what opens up, receiving what opens up, and continuing to live in the question and to um, and and to ask, you know, what would create greater? I had this great conversation with a friend of mine um, that I hadn't talked to for a long time, and we, and she she, uh, she uh, posted a comment on a thread on Facebook and asked me you know, what from my bucket list had I not achieved yet? And, and I, and I, you know, responded with a few things and, and she was like, no, but like, you know, you know, things that you forgot. And I realized that I'm actually living my bucket list. Like there was Mm -hmm. only, and it actually took me a whole day. There's one thing that was on my earlier bucket list that I haven't out created and that was actually singing on stage with a rock band or the rock star like <laughs> Melissa Etheridge or Pat Benatar or like um oh uh cheap trick that was one that was a band I wanted to sing with and I I have sung with a band I don't I'm not a very good singer by the way for everyone uh I have sung I did karaoke with the band and that was so fun I can't even tell you but really that was the only thing on my bucket list that I had not achieved. And actually, the life I've had in the last two years has been way beyond any bucket list I've ever had. And I was like, oh, my God, I am living my bucket list. And mm-hmm. that is something that I realized feels that that created a sense of of like, oh, like well-being and excitement. And it's like, oh, like that success to me. Is not having a, a list of someday maybe, but having my life be a continual out creation. And to mm-hmm. be able to see possibilities and to see things way beyond anything that I knew could be possible, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like like a great example of this, right, honey, is that we've been like, okay, we want to get to the beach. We don't want to spend winters in Utah anymore. And we're like, okay, well, that means three years because of your 15-year-old daughter, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden, this whole thing came up that would maybe allow us to do it at the, at the um, next spring, late spring, right? And mm-hmm. it's like, I'm like thinking about that and it's like, oh my gosh, like when you live life from that place of following the energy without definition, like things pop in that you couldn't possibly imagine. Things get orchestrated in ways that you couldn't possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really love that because, you know, I, I have been one of those people that was like, okay, well, I am a goal-oriented individual. You know, and I have this goal and I have this money goal and I have this goal for my body and I have this, right? And, um, and I've operated that way for a lot of my life. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like it's fun to have a goal and to achieve it. So I'm not dogging on that at all. But what I would say is that I am, am shifting and transitioning into this place of like, really just opening up to just whatever feels super crazy awesome and like you know not having to really define it or even go analytical or linear with it it's more of an energy and um and 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 that brings the magic of the universe in it's kind of like what megan was saying with this um idea of three more years and then we can go to the beach. And then it was kind of like, okay, well, you know, what else is possible? Like, I don't know what could create. And, um, and then just awesome ideas come in to the point where it's like, now 
you know, it could be a win-win-win for everybody, for my daughter, for Megan and I, for um, my other daughter, for her dad. Like, um, so nobody has to sacrifice. Nobody has to settle. Um, nobody has to go without. There isn't a lose in this. You know, and that's what's possible when you go beyond your definitions and your limitations. Um, it's like a constant surprise. And how incredible is that to live in that place of, and, and that's what you've been talking about, Megan, for years, which I hadn't really not, I guess like I didn't get the energy of that until recently. You know, until probably, honestly, like the last year, maybe less than that, of like, oh, this is what you're talking about. Like, it could be so much greater than you can even really even think up on your best day, <laughs> in your best <laughs> moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that one of the one of the problems with go- having definition now it's like i love having direction i love going ooh, like there's this energy around going global um and doing workshops globally and and having a global audience that's like super fun for me now i have no idea what that's going to look like i don't know <laughs> you know i i i have no idea but i'm going in that direction and mm-hmm. it seems as though when you put a definition on something, then it kind of goes into this place uh, where most people play with goals, which is this this push-pull or this love-hate thing. Oh, I got this great goal, and then, oh, I'm not achieving it, or I'm being thwarted, and oh, there I am, failing again, you know, and it's like as soon as we define something, we the brain likes to figure out, First of all, we kind of look at, well, how could we do it? But we also look at look at unconsciously all the ways we're going to fail and not achieve it because that is mm-hmm. how we play with that kind of stuff. So when we put something out, it's kind of like you, you don't like window shopping, right? Because it's like if mm-hmm. I don't have the money to go buy what I want, I don't want to window shop, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like mm-hmm. why? Because you'll look at that stuff in the window and go, I can't have that and you don't like that. Right. And so there's this place where like we we do this really crazy mind screw on ourselves when we define success, because we're actually simultaneously telling ourselves why we can and can't have it. So we end up feeling stuck and we end up feeling like we actually can't make movement on some of those things. But when you take off definition and go, yeah, I this is the energy of where I'm going. I'm not sure what it looks like, but I'm I'm following it, you know, and that's when the magic really happens. Mhm. Yeah, so I think it would be awesome to actually do some more clearing. Um Don't you think? Like I just I feel like there's a lot of like energy around um what we've taught. We've been taught to know go for our goals we've been taught to quote be successful you know from like childhood in school in college you know it's like how to be successful i mean even you know all the workshops for like building your business how to create a a six-figure success business you know i mean like it's it's across everywhere in our society so how do we actually get out of that definition how do we not buy into all of that and really find what's true for us. And maybe we can start with some clearing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. 
<laughs> you know what? I just have to say, though, I love that I'm talking about this whole thing that has come um, forward for me around expansion, which is something I'd never, it never occurred to me. I've always, I've always created from building local and grassroots. And I think that's kind of a, an idea of success that I bought into. But when I got this, this uh, inspiration last year that I felt this global energy coming, I didn't know what that meant. And that that became part of the energy that I was creating that I was calling success. And that mm. Two people in the chat room, one, Marriott is in the chat room from Sweden and Joke's in the chat room from China. And when I said I'm going to do workshops on the road, I they both chimed in and one's like, come to China. And one's like, come to Sweden. <laughs> and I, that's like, I mean, I just almost want to cry. That It's like, that's the magic. That's like, I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know how the hell I was going to do it. And things keep showing up. Like the a gal came to our first foundation that was like, come do foundation in Bolivia. And it's like, and we just did a training where we had like people from Bolivia live streaming. And it's like, it's crazy when you open the space to what's beyond your imagination. Like what actually can happen in the moments that can happen. And I know you wanted me to do a clearing, but I was just having this big huge like awe gratitude life is amazing moment and I had to share with the people <laughs> well I think that's that, like that energy of global for you right and having that show up so profoundly especially in the last few months is uh, is that feeling of it, it is that energy of success for you you know, like without definition and without significance, but still it's just like, yeah, it's that it's almost those breadcrumbs that are telling you that you're on your way, that you're actually creating what you've been asking for. And so that's why it hits so deeply for you. Um, and, you know, especially because, you know, for years and years and years, you created a local community and, you know, that was awesome. But then it was, but then it's like, you know, hey, I, I want more than this. And so I love that it, I love that it brings that up in you, that energy in you, because that's like, that's that fulfillment. That's that internal, like, um, energy and gratification of, and, um, like, it's just awesome. Anyways, so, um, so clearing. <laughs> so, so all of your, We'll clear for two minutes, then we'll go on our last break. So all of your projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections, and conclusions, decisions, and judgments, judgments, judgments of yourself and of success and of what community or what the society, our society, um, has judged as success. Can we uncreate and destroy all of that, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, and everywhere that you've aligned and agreed with your own definitions, your family's definitions, society's definitions of success. Can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, and everywhere that you've been one of those metaphysical types, those healer types. Um, where you are reacting and rejecting and refusing society's ideas of success, that it should not be about money, that money is corruption, and that you're going to live your free-spirited life, um, you know, doing yoga poses in your apartment. Can we uncreate and destroy all of that, please? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> right and wrong. Good and bad, bottom box, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. 
Uh, what if you <laughs> didn't have to align and agree with, agree with or react and refuse? It's kind of like, you know, uh, Megan's cute, cute, cute little sister who has has so much issues with money. She has so many, um, yeah, so much stuff around money. And so she really limits her natural ability to create a ton of money. She totally limits it because she's not going to be one of those greedy types that's all about the money. And so she lives in a yurt, <laughs> which I'm sure she, she eats her soul. But I, really I'm does. imagining she could, she could really buy like this awesome, awesome yurt, you know, instead of like putting the pieces together of this really like, you know, cheap yurt. <laughs> well, and the thing about it is is that it's like again it's like that may be her truth but so yeah. much of it's coming from reaction that there's not this sort of like um i don't know like just being with the well what is being created right it's like against Stan, you know, or whatever. And it's yeah. like, it, it was, it's interesting because one of the things, and, and I actually even experienced this with you, where it's like, can't you just be happy with what you have? And I'm like, mm. I am. But part <laughs> of who I am is exp- is constant and continual expansion. I will always desire more. I will always want more. I will always be pushing the edge of what I can create, and what else is possible. And it's interesting that that gets seen as greedy, right? Because Mm -hmm. part of that is the reaction to success being about material things. That's Mm -hmm. not what I'm saying. For me, success is about the constant evolution of creation and possibility. And that never stops, not ever. And so everywhere you've been judged because you felt like you wanted more and um, everybody told you that that was very ungrateful, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. And I know we're over time, so we have to go to a break now. And we will be back with our exciting show after and only after we dance. Most people live in the land of either or. It's a scary and meager place where one can have either a happy relationship or a successful career. Where we can have either lots of time and no money or lots of money and no time to spend it. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to claim your most ridiculous life. Together, they are the embodiment of opposites attract, and the result is true synergistic power. Finding yourself roadside in either or, Megan and Suzanne are here to reintroduce you to one very powerful three-letter word, and. Simple? Yes. Effective? Absolutely. Welcome to the land of and. Listen to Love, Life, and All Things Weird every Wednesday at 12 p.m. noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. 
What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also send questions or comments by sending an email to Suzanne P. Stoffer at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. I'm in the room with Keisha and she can't, she's shaking because she's trying so hard to be quiet. We're going to have to do a big whoop at the end of the show. Get it all out. Whoop, whoop. I really do want to kind of recap a little bit what you first, first said in the first few minutes of the show, because I think this would be a fantastic exercise for people. I was really thinking about it on break, and I want to do it. The one that you were talking about as far as, like, what Blossom Benedict um suggested like writing down 20 things like kind of like your bucket list you know in a way of like what is it that you're wanting to you know do in your life what what would be considered success to you um and writing them down 20 20 of them and then going through each one of them and saying who does that belong to is it actually yours and uncreating and destroying everything that is not yours around that. So, you know, back to my story of like, I'm re- reacting and rejecting and refusing the poverty of my youth and choosing a career that didn't really super light me up, but was very financially secure. And, you know, um, a few 10, 15 years later, recognizing that it wasn't my purpose it wasn't my life purpose and choosing for choosing for me to go into another direction but i want to point out that having money for me and having uh, abundance for me and a lot of money for me is still really true to who i am like it's really like you know i'm super good to be a millionaire i'm awesomely excited and working towards that not from the perspective of like i'm proving my family you know that i can do it or that you know that means that i'm going to be a successful person but more from the standpoint of wow i 
like kind of luxury is in alignment with who I am as a being and as a body. My body loves it. And, um, and I choose to have those kinds of choices and opportunities and possibilities in my life. And I choose to have the impact that millions of dollars would have, you know, on the world if I had it in my hands. So, you know, I want to point out that even though that stemmed from a place that wasn't truly me about money, it's still very much an essence piece of me that I get to play out in a truly authentic and aligned way now. And it helped because I uncreated and destroyed everything in the way um, and all of the stuff that I was still playing out around my childhood. I just came up with a process. Perfect. Okay, excited Every, about it. I am too. Everywhere you've excluded luxury from your idea of a successful life, can we uncreate and destroy that, please? Mm-hmm, yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. Because how many have, of us have done that? Because we see luxury expressed in a very surface way, in a way of this luxury is supposed to make me be something I'm not. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we've done I know that I've done a a resisting and reacting to that as well. Right. It's like, oh, like I I just I don't need anything fancy. Right. I just like it's those (laughs) kinds. It's what are you? Why are you laughing? Oh, darling. Do you that is. Oh, my gosh. Can anybody hear how untrue that is? Like when you say that, I don't need anything fancy. I know, I know you've said that a lot in your life, but it's so not true for you. I know it isn't. It's not is at all. Whose voice is that? Whose is that? I, it's, I think it's my grandma mom's. <laughs> it's not my mom, because my mom likes luxury. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like my grandma mom's. And it's almost like I'm a good person Is if I want, if I don't ask for too much, if I don't want too much, then I'm a good person. And so, like, being satisfied with, well, well, the, the pants from Old Navy are fine. <laughs> Even though, like, they only look good for, like, three minutes, right? And it's like... <laughs> oh, my gosh, I love Keisha's comments in the chat room. She's saying, what is luxury to a pioneer? A bath? Yes. Yes, Keisha. Can you even imagine what we had to overcome? Clean clothes. <laughs> Luxury to a pioneer is a horse-drawn wagon instead of a handcart. Oh, my God. Yes, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is hysterical. Oh, I love it. Well, and, you know, the thing about it is, for me, it's about part of success is about, and this is back to what I was talking about earlier, is that I have all choices available to me. Because I was talking to my, I was talking to my sister about why it is that she doesn't want money, and she said, "Well, I like to have experiences like finding cabins in the jungle, right, and it, like that are abandoned and live in there." And I'm like, "Why couldn't you do that if you had money? Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like somehow money would take away the choice to be in nature and to have these really cool experiences that she genuinely loves to have, right? Right, and it's like, but then you could actually." leave your jungle hut and go have a bath too right and it's like you know it's like it's like the and it's like you know I actually would love to kind of have an experience I know you will not be with me on this adventure but I would love to have an experience like of like 
communal living, like in a hostel in like Ireland or something like that. Not because I can't afford a hotel or I don't want to pay money on a hotel, but because I want to have that experience. So for me, success is really having choices to have the range of experience, right? Like I could be, I, I could go and sit in a yurt with my sister or I could go and like experience a castle, you know, in Scotland and mm-hmm. like just for me, having all choices available to me is create success and it has that sense of aliveness and adventure for me. Mm-hmm. So anything, mm-hmm. anywhere, anywhere you've limited any choice, any points of view you've had about success that limit your choices of what you can choose as your life and living that's beyond anything you've ever imagined. Can we please uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. Okay, cool. So, um, oh, there was another one that came up. Okay, what definitions of success are you using to stay in the poo life you are choosing? <laughs> And everything that is types of Godzilla, can we uncreate and destroy, please? Yes, please. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, all nine boys, shorts, to be on. So for those people who don't know, I am using poo in two ways. I'm using poo as in like crap. But in access, poo is points of order. And that's mm-hmm. this place where we've tried to define and limit things. And so um, what definitions of success are you using to stay in the points of order life you've been choosing? Everything mm-hmm. that is times for God's sake, can we uncreate and destroy it, please? Mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh, right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, sorts of beyond. Angie said it's about time you said poo, Megan. <laughs> I know. It's been like 40 <laughs> minutes. You know, I actually don't think I said it in the last show, and I'm feeling really <laughs> bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Muriel. So, <sighs> yes. Well done. So, I know. How fun are we? Like I, I'm just so excited. I can't even, I can't even think right right now. But like, I hope the message has come across. And people are saying they're really loving this conversation. I kind of feel like we've been a little bit all over the map. And <laughs> I, and it is because I'm so excited. It is because one of my very most favorite things is to, um, to present freedom to people. And to me, it's actually the definitions of success that are locking more people up than their definitions of failure. Like mm-hmm. people's definitions of success are locking them down. And mm-hmm. if I can blow all that up, I am going to celebrate. And I don't care what you choose. I just want you to choose what's true for you and what feels greater for you. And what if we all did that? And how much happier would this be and would our world be? Mm-hmm. I love it. Can you feel the energy of that? Whew, that's expansive. <laughs> All right, everybody. It's another wrap of another show, and we will see you next week. We'll be in Park City um, still doing our show live from Park City, so join us next week for more. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Megan and Suzanne will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm. Be sure to tune in for more tips on how to live in the land of and and claim your marvelous, magical life.